Welcome to another episode of the Odd Fathers podcast. Sorry. Yeah, you look good. Recording yet? Huh? When are we recording? Uh, right now. We on? Yeah, we're on. The glasses, a lot of glare. Look at all the glare. Oh my God! Look at that. How much? I mean, how much light do you have in front of you? What am I, I supposed to do to make you bigger? Um, I don't know. I, I, I seconds. You're in the show settings. Oh, there you go. Huh? Look at that. Yeah. Here's the problem. I went to, uh, and this is, you know, this is for the audience. So they understand the, the depths of the exercise that I got to go through to get on <laughs> podcasts. <clears throat> for some reason, Safari's not working, right? Okay. So I had to go to fucking Chrome. You think I want to go to Chrome? No, no, but it's probably easier, right? What do you mean? I think Safari sometimes is a little like a little bitchy. It'll 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 do what it wants when it wants. But Chrome is, I think, a little more like a freer. The problem with 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 uh, Safari is it's in everything it's on the iphone it's on the right. computer it's, right. it's the easiest one that's the one i'm used to right and this is kind of the argument that i just got in with my son that he's like you you cause your own problems is what he said to me he said that to you yeah that i cause my own fucking problems now how, by 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 what by how because i'm not how? upgrading my technology why? What's upgraded? What's what's more upgraded than Safari and Apple and all that other shit? I don't know. And that's <laughs> I don't just anything. That's what I'm saying is that I'm like, first of all, well, here's what it started off with iMovie, right? Because I'm still using iMovie. Okay. All right. It's not I mean, that bad. Okay. It's not that bad. If you know how to use it and it works. It, it's it's for my purposes. Right. Okay. Right. I don't know. I didn't. I don't want to be a fucking editor. Right, no, no shit. I wanted to be a comedian. <laughs> you wanted to be? Yeah. Oh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we have Carmen Siracillo on the Odd Fathers podcast today. Yeah. Listen to that applause. Well, look, I wanted to be a comedian, okay? And it's still, I still, uh, it's still in the future. <laughs> because there's nothing. That's what I keep saying. There's nothing. There's no credible person that that can point at me and go, you're a comedian. That's not true. That's not true. I don't want to hear it. That's not true. Just because you're getting abused by your son doesn't mean you have to. You have to be all the way down, career. all the way down to janitor, back to fucking sweet. <laughs> what am I doing? Open mics with Monty again? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, there's no one. The, the people that I need to verify that I'm a comedian are dead uh, right well at okay. least you had some at least you had some i had goals to, to have johnny carson or or i mean letterman's not dead is he no. but he's gone no he's gone leno's gone the people that i wanted to verify just all i needed was one little pat on the back to say to me you're you did it kid you made it <laughs> go fucking go back to your little painting cabin and go, clean. go back right exactly your balls for the next 30 years like us maybe take a class in uh computer yeah, <laughs> exactly. upgrade your skills so wait, how did it start so how did the whole thing start what were you asking him some 
like technical advice or something or you wish here's, here's, how, here's how it started i bought him lunch that's how it fucking started <laughs> you bought him I, lunch yeah well, probably... start with dad sacrificing that's how it always starts it always starts that way yeah right. i take him to a nice lunch he wants an appetizer i get him the appetizer he went boating yesterday for 10 hours and didn't contribute one thing to his fucking house. Not one. So he's a little hungover because he's with his buddies all yesterday. And I say, hey, come to the family lunch. You know, my mom's right. going to be there. Let's, yeah. let's go hang out. A little family time. Right. So I know it's best. Right. I understand because I'm 60 years old that maybe when i was 22 someone should have forced me to have one extra lunch with my grandmother right no i agree 100 percent. Yep. okay you don't know this shit because you're not 60 right him he don't no, know I, I know yeah no i oh, am 60 yeah, i know you're talking to right me. so when i say from my perspective listen to me oh right i had that today too with my daughter so we go through the whole listen to me thing and it turns out that I'm incorrectly berating him. Oh, you can't, you can't use this way of, of making a point. You should use this way of making this, a point. Oh, don't you love it? I'm yeah, a fuck, 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 fuck this you. This is how right. I made my point. You know, and I wasn't trying to, by the way, be the dicky dad. And I know there's a bunch of little 22 through 30-year-old fuckers out there who are like, oh, another old boomer schooling his kid. Yeah. Because I got three of them. Yeah. And I'm yeah. here and I'm successful. And that's what I kind of said to him. I go, it's easy from your perspective to kind of nitpick and point at the things that I'm doing wrong. But in general, I have everything. It's not perfect, but I have everything. But I have it, right. I have a, a, good, a good career. I have a good family. I have money. I have a house. I have a lawn. I, I have a TV. I got a computer. I got a podcast. I got everything. iMovie. I got everything. I got iMovie. Got everything. Cars. Now you tell me which should I fucking upgrade first? <laughs> right. Which one? My teeth? Yeah. My hair? No, you have nice teeth, Carm. My jeans? Nah, you have nice jeans too. I mean, this is sounding kind of a little weird, but no, no, no. I, I know you. You're a snappy dresser. This is a discussion that I kind of have with people. Priority, right, Anthony? Priority. A hundred percent. You want me to work on what today? Or did you forget that I have all this other shit ahead of it? Well, your attitude, though. Your, your attitude probably sucks uh, to them, to him, uh, <laughs> the way you say it. And, and that's what I hear. Why do you have to talk that way? Because this is the way I talk. I've tried talking like this. Right. I've tried saying, honey, sweetie. I have two girls, honey, sweetie. You know, I understand. Okay, I, I have, I'm, I'm in a similar situation. Um, when the phone call starts off like, uh, um, well, uh, something happened to my car today. Mm -hmm. It's never good. I know I've been there when the phone rings. It's not good. Yeah. yeah right. At a random time. Like, first of all, you never call me just to say, Hey dad, I love you. What's going on? How's your day? How's your day going? How's work? Yeah. How's everything? Oh, that would be amazing. By no, the way. it would be amazing. It's, it's never that way, but it's, it's, eh. And I feel like I'm my dad now. I really do. I feel like I'm my father because I used to look at him sometimes and be like, you have no idea what you're talking about. Right. You know, we've been there. But the man knew exactly yeah. what he was talking about. And now you I am my dad. 
Yes. You hit on is that better? More lighting? Uh, yeah, that's great. Or too much lighting? No, it's no, it's perfect. <laughs> Your skin tone is um, really good. You hit on something very critical here. Take a break from your asking me what I could do for you. Right. And do one tiny, tiny, tiny thing for me. And I might have a different perspective on this. I might, I might actually, I mean, I, I already am doing this, by the way, Anthony. I'm already giving 100% to the side of the child, which these children are 22 to 30. Yeah. Well, I got to be fair. The 30 year old's getting better. Yeah. My 21 year old is getting better. My 17 year old, that's the one who called with the car and somebody hit it and tried to break into it. And I'm like, uh, let me see what it looks like. Door handle off, side sweat the car. I'm like, so you're saying you were parked in a parking lot <laughs> and somebody hit your car uh-huh. and you came back to the car. It was, it was like that. Yeah. Mm. Mm, okay you know there are cameras in that in that parking garage right that's a oh uh, yeah yeah i said all right well if you did any damage or anything they probably have your license plate right uh yeah i i guess so wait a second she hit a car no but i knew nothing hit her i knew she's the i knew she was the one who did the damage okay so we okay. We, we can't say she hit a car because we're on a podcast so they could track us down no, no, she did not hit anything. This is this is the truth. This is the truth. She didn't hit a car. You have to say she, later on you were just joking. That's I'm fine. just joking that she hit something stationary. I'm just joking. No paint on the car, just scratch marks. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. So she she did something wrong. She calls you immediately. Immediately, which is what I want them to do. I want them to call me and not be afraid to pick up the phone. But what I want is the truth, right? The first time. Yeah. Not that I have to. All right. You know, and go through like what you're going through. Explain all of these things and these scenarios for her to understand that she should just say, I did this. This is what happened. And that's that. Oh, you're behind me. I'm behind you. Yeah. Like literally behind you. In time-wise, you mean? Here's the thing. You're not even getting the truth yet. Oh, no. no, I've got, oh, I see what you mean. Behind you in the stage with the, with, with Yeah, my, they're, they're my still daughter. lying to you. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Well, you said they're, they lied. She lied. She lied. She, she came out with it because Look I knew. Hard it, Look how hard it is for you to say that she lied to me. Another, I, I'm on your side. No, I know. No, I'm not saying that. It's. You're so I, I haven't I haven't heard it from someone else until right now. Do you did know I, what I mean? You lied? Yeah. I know. I'm good at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my I'm good god. Good at pointing at people and going, "You're fat. I'm sorry. You're, you're so fat. You're so fat. fat. You're fat. I can't. There's nothing I can do about this. I can't say anything else about it. You wanted the truth. You asked me. Do I look good? No. No. No, honey, the, the genes I, don't make you less I, I admit that my forehead is monstrous. There's nothing I could fucking do about it. But don't don't tell me it doesn't look that bad. Yes, it's you. Let's get to the truth. Then once we get the truth, then we can move on to okay. Right. Now what about the car? Now right. what, now it's it's trust. You, what do we do though? Now what did she do? Did she? Did she what? Uh, well. I mean, she hit something. Let's just say, not another car. 
okay. Because it could be worse. <laughs> it could have been worse. And that's that's the thing is that if you if it's just that, right? If there's no drinking, no drugs, no bullshit, right? It's just a car swipe. Fine, that happens. That happens. And, that, and that's what I told her. I said, I've done it. I've done it when I was 20. I've done it when I was 40. I've done it when I was 50. Well, look, kind of. I, I've had people come to me when I'm in a deep sleep very early in the morning and tap me on the shoulder very lightly as not to startle me, to wake me up too abruptly, to tell me <laughs> that they forgot to open the garage door before they backed out. Wow. Are you kidding? Is this, is oh, this true? This is true. This is my daughter who wow. shows up in my room. I'm in a beautiful sleep <laughs> and tells me this tale that somehow she hit the gas and went backwards. Before. Went backwards. Well, so, I mean, she had things on her mind. People have things on their mind. I get it. Okay. But now I'm patient. I didn't scream. I went out there and go, it can't be that bad. It was bad. The, uh, the whole garage door? The garage is off the track. There's oh. dent in it. Her car's damaged. Damaged, yeah. So, okay. She woke you up? She woke me up. Now, I swear to God, Anthony, I swear to God, not more than a month later, I got another tap. <laughs> and the same story, but this time it was my wife who did it. Wow. See, and now... I said, how? How exactly? How is that possible? You know what we just went through like a month ago. <laughs> There's no way in hell that this happened back to back. Wait a minute. And you now, now by this time you've had the garage door fixed and everything. It's everything's repaired. I've had the same guy come over twice <laughs> and look at me like, I, what's going on in the house? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> when should I figure on being on being back when you do it? Right. I mean, there's no explanation except it's a, it's a copy copycat, not crime, but a copycat mistake. Like maybe my wife completely, um, what is that called when you inherit or take on somebody's woes so deeply that you become them or you do what they do? You know, you cry for someone else or you, right. there's so much empathy for my daughter that she, decided perfectly replicated the same mistake because she felt bad she didn't want her to bear the brunt the continuous brunt of your wrath knowing that she backed out and took the door wow so i see where you're going with this so your wife said i'm gonna have to do it and i'm, and just gonna mind, to she never she was I, doing it. I'm gonna do it but she she subconsciously subconsciously she somehow took on the persona of my daughter's mistake or whatever you call this. There's some monster psychological thing. Lack that of focus. <laughs> That's crazy. Right. I mean, when I started thinking about that, I have to think about this a little more deeper because I think there's a comedy routine here for sure. Like if she took on other traits, right? Like yeah, like my wife was that good at watching something and then emulating it back without even knowing that she was being taught how to do something There's a lot of things i would show her <laughs> a lot a lot that i would hope she would try to do back and maybe for the benefit of me maybe like all right what would be i mean what could be an example that you could 
Like what would what would she, what could she take on? What would you want her to take on of yours? Oh my god, I thought you were on board with this. <laughs> I, I'm not. Like watching, you know, certain oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I was thinking, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. You know, I wasn't thinking that. I'm not dissatisfied. What I'm saying is just be interesting. Take on. So hey. is it painful? You so is it painful for you to watch porn? I'm I'm confused. No, <laughs> not at all. But I thought you know maybe what if uh you know what if that was the trigger every time just watching anything <laughs> I could okay so here's a here's a show about a, a lady who is very interested in making sure that her his her husband's got you know his coffee on time his pants taken off his socks off his feet you know he's just whatever whatever you want to do whatever kind of training you would like to do to your wife you could do it through this means i think this is a big seller right here i think this i think this is it podcast really blows up this is it if we we this is genius so yeah if we could somehow and it's not just maybe your wife but maybe anyone that you need to do things for you well that's like a that's yeah, that's the power of suggestion. It's cultish, yeah. I, it's bet you, cultish. I bet you there's some people, you know, like Dr. Drew. You know who Dr. Drew is? Yeah, uh, yes, I do. From, uh, Corolla, Drew. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. Because he was talking about, with some other comic, about he knows of a study that the way a woman laughs, if you could listen to her laugh, you could tell if she's a, a type, the type of woman that would have multiple orgasms. For real. For hmm. real. Interesting. Right. So, and I, I started thinking about that. I go, yeah, Kelly laughs at me like a lot. Right. And did I say my worst name? Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> she laughed okay. a lot at my stuff. And maybe that was part of a sexual attraction that I didn't even know was happening. That I knew that this woman, because of the way she laughed, would, me and her would mesh. Right? We'd mesh. We'd mesh. And I, that makes sense. And then someone said, one of the comedians I was talking to, Drew, said, it's so nice of you, so honest of you, not to be the sleazeball doctor that just sits in bars and waits for a woman to laugh to go find. To go around, to go find which one. Right, which one can you bang? Okay, so, yeah. Well, what is the type of laugh? Because I'm not above above sitting in a bar. Me too. No, I I am. I mean, I am. We should sit in the bar just to listen for it. Yeah, and just know. It's an experiment. Imagine what a pickup line that would be. Oh, my God. I could tell just by your laugh. I think it would help if you ran a business that introduced guys to, to women. Based on their laughter? The, no, the way no, they laugh? There's, there's guys out there that are like, you know, they're taking 20 guys out into public situations to show them how to talk to women, right? Are they? I don't know. Is This, yeah. this is news to me, it's really. Real. This, is, this is something that, again, I, you know, Look, I'm a comedian, right? Someone pointed at me and said, you're a comedian a long time ago. So I must be a comedian. Remember I asked? Yeah. I yeah, never yeah. verified. Yes, it was. It's, yeah, but well, I mean, I, I've, I've seen people call you a comedian. Okay, so I, I am I a comedian. So I think I've seen posters. Comedian, huh? I've seen posters with right. the word comedian in your comedian face. comedian job comes the comedian lifestyle, which is listening and watching and observing. So, yes, I... I don't know where I don't remember exactly who this was. I'm I'm pretty sure this is before the Me Too movement. <laughs> Some guy that was taking guys out 
because they were too shy and very, very they had no social skills. They had very horrible. There's a lot skills. of guys. There's a lot of guys like that. Right. So it was I a find. business. So if you're good at meeting women, but you could sell that to other guys to pay you to take you out to go meet women. Hmm. One of your new things would be, hey, we just haven't just found out this thing about women laughing. So what, because now I'm going to be listening to the way my wife laughs. What, what kind of a laugh, what's the typical laugh of I don't a woman? Know. I don't know. That has multiple orgasms. I don't know, but I think it would be probably easy to Google that and find a soundbite or maybe inquire to Drew about give us the laugh. Give us the laugh. Tell us so, what the laugh is. So they, they did not give you the laugh. They just talked no, about I think it. it. Was a, it was like a, they were trying to protect women by not allowing the laugh to get out. Got it. Okay, it's that makes laugh. sense. Yeah, that makes I sense. I found out what this laugh was. And not saying that the laugh would get you in any better um, shape with the girl. She might still, even if she laughed like that, she might not be attracted to you at all. Right. But you right. could identify through the laugh. And maybe it goes both ways. Maybe it goes both ways. A girl that produces multiple orgasms could be um, someone that you'd want to be with because she's a, a great laugher. Yeah. And the other way, she has a really good sense of humor. And I'm sure that the... most guys are only concerned with the laughing part. Most guys. Yeah. I could see where that would be. Listen, yeah. she, your girl's got to be able to laugh at, you know, if she's a good yeah. laugher, you should bring it to your shows. I think that might help. That is the benefit. I, sometimes I got to tell my wife, sit up front. <laughs> this crowd blows. You need Disgusting. to sit up front and see if we could maybe uh, generate just multiple orgasm laughs laugh spread around to the rest of the room. Uh, that's great. Yeah. Well, I've I've had I've had I have you heard you, you can hear her laugh, right? When you're up, you, oh, you yeah. know her laugh. Distinct. If I if I video myself, I know who's laugh. I can hear her laugh in the video. Yeah, me too. I mean, not, not your wife, my wife. Right. I hear it. Right. I hear it. I know. I always said there should be a support group for wives of comedians. Because if your wife's putting up with it and laughing at you, by the way, if she's, if she's going to shows and laughing and laughing. Yeah. By yeah the way, that is pretty cool. By the way, I, I like the background on the studio. Just kind of noticing it now. Wondering where you're at. Well, uh, I'm in a, I'm in a room. What kind of room? studio that I that I have? It's a bedroom. It's no. Did you rent no, a place? No, I actually built a place. Where? Um, oh is it God. part of your home? Uh, yeah. What's the address? No. So it's, it's not. It's house. not. It's the yeah. It's well. It's the, it's in and around the neighborhood. It's detached from the from the house. It's a shed. Yeah, I it's guess you would call shed. that. It's a, don't, be, yeah. don't be afraid. Mark Marin was in the garage. Remember that when he was just yeah. starting. No, this is our little studio. And normally, I have um, I have two other people here with me. Um, but due to uh, scheduling conflicts, uh, is that really what you're going to say? Yeah, I mean, listen, these guys, listen. I thought this I, was I, over. Got them started in the podcast, and they blew up. They're just blowing up, and they really don't have a lot of time for me anymore. So, aren't they done with you for? So, good? <laughs> probably. <laughs> Probably, yeah, I, I I think so. Uh, but they're just too busy, and I understand. It gets it gets hectic. 
me, on the other hand, I'm not that busy. Look, um, I'm so fucking busy, but yeah. I know what priority is. See, again, it, it's perspective, right? Someone says, I don't have time for the podcast. Really? You tell me what you're going to do instead of the podcast. What's so right. great in your life? Are you going to eat again at the same restaurant, drive down the same streets, go see the same people? Are you going to do something interesting and creative and maybe say something that will scar your reputation for the rest, for of, your the rest of your life? And listen, and we tried. Believe me, I'm still trying. <laughs> and I am busy, but I make the time. I want the time. I don't care when. Like, I don't care. I'll do it at 11 o'clock at night. I'll do it at 7 o'clock in the morning. I don't care. If I have the time. I know what you're I'll doing do right now. I know exactly what you're doing. You're trying to sell me out of schedule. I am not <laughs> doing 11 o'clock at night unless I am. Hey, listen, you don't even understand how exciting this is for me, first of all, to have you here like this. Here, like we're somewhere. <laughs> I love it. Oh, my God. There's well, something wrong with me. But this, is, this is great. I, I, I Listen, I told you about this a long time ago. Uh -oh. I told you about it. And and, you, and, I, and when I mentioned I the name, feels. Now exa I exactly understand how my son feels. I told you about this a long time ago, pal. I did. Holy shit! I, did. I, I see the tone that everyone's Back, talking about with you. Yeah, you see how I listen. It's it's scary. It even scares me the way I change. But uh, I remember we were. I don't remember where we were. I think we were up up at your. You your neck were of the woods. in a black Ford F one fifty with a gun. <laughs> and, I, and I still am. You pull That's out funny. a piece Remember? and you told me how it was going to work. I told you, I said, listen, this is what we're doing. And uh, and then it didn't happen. I guess, I don't know. I think it was but right before the pandemic. Maybe before that. I don't know if you... I think it was before that. Did you include me on the plans? Well, I... I know I, you were... I remember I mentioned... It. I told you what I wanted to call it. What you were doing, you were bragging. Remember, I, I remember wasn't, I wasn't like, bragging. I have this and I have that. I'm no, like, no, no, no. I, I, I didn't have any. For, I didn't I have anything for we and we could and we you kept saying I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. I'm like, and then yeah, I because you said you didn't. I think I got the impression that you didn't want to do it. No, I was sad. Well, I'm sorry. I, remember, I never meant to hurt your feelings. I remember sitting in maybe this couch and. Uh, <laughs> And, be, and being heard, a little destroyed. I heard my wife laugh, and it changed the whole. <laughs> it changed everything. <laughs> everything. I go. Oh, I got other things to do. Hang on. Yeah, I was sad for about a second. Then I heard my wife laugh. Yeah, I heard my wife laugh, and it was all back to. And it was all back to, funky, priority. funky music. What's priority? Yes. And let's, what's yeah? Let's put on, the golden age of disco right now. <laughs> the golden age of disco. Or whatever serious. Come on, I've got outfits out in the garage. Let's go. Oh shit! We let me tell you, man. We we if it, if it gets that deep, I got the ball. I have everything. You have everything. I know. I've seen it. Come, you you still do a lot of stuff on TikTok. Yeah, but TikTok is dying. Yeah, I, is it? You think it's because it's getting you know that whole bashing from the you know the spy and stuff? I I I, I took it off my phone. Oh really? Yeah. Not that I was really doing anything with it. I still have. Um, like I, I mean, it was interesting. It was interesting. I have to say, it was interesting. But I just, I, I, at my stage, I, I, I think it's. I don't know. Is it? Do you think it's? I mean, you. I know you've blown up. A lot of your stuff I see has got, you know, thousands and thousands of views. 
it was really killing that. TikTok's never produced any gigs for me. That's the interesting thing. Like people, not one, I not get one. Gigs from Facebook, I get gigs from YouTube, um, even LinkedIn, which I don't really push LinkedIn at all. Uh, but TikTok, I kept it alive only because I had no idea. Like I have, I, to this day, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing with the online thing. All I know is I'm performing, getting it out there, and then receiving feedback. So whatever way the feedback comes, if it's good, if it's negative, um, if it's a gig, then I'm like, okay, so I'm getting some feedback. Right. It's like these podcasts, right? My podcast that I've been doing for two and a half years, very little feedback. So you're you're kind of spitting in the dark. We're talking to, to who? Who to do whoever, we know? Right, this? right, right. Unless someone comments. And again, right. this is where the verification comes in. Am I a podcaster? Am I, I, I mean, I, I guess you can. You I don't can, even know if I'm a human anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I, and no one is pointing at me and go, that's a human. <laughs> you're very confused today. You don't know if you're a comedian. You don't know if you're a human. I don't know what I am. I don't know. I mean, I thought I was a dad. And then I learned that my way of being a dad is not the right way of being a dad. Right. I, and I, I thought I was a dad. And now I find out. By the way, how does someone who's not a dad tell you how to be a dad? Oh, my. Oh, isn't that the best? You're not good at parenting. Have you ever heard that one? Oh, I've heard it. You're not really doing a good job at parenting right now. What? 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 I'm not what? Oh, 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 from all your years of experience. Yeah, 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 I get it. No, 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 you're right. You've you're never right. held a baseball, but you're going to tell me how to throw one. Exactly. Exactly. You are appropriating my... They're pissing me off is what they what do. They just... What, what is a parent... They want friends, a lot of them. Do you, do you find that? I, I think a lot of them, parents try to be friends with their kids, which is well, kind of okay. Here's but there comes a point where you have to draw the line. And you, you really do. You have to draw the line. Otherwise, what do you what do you have? You have entitled little... No, you have someone will shit. turn into... No, no. If, if you don't draw the line, somebody becomes the parent. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't right. draw the line, who does it then? Well, he's right. drawing the line. He's just, he's trying to draw the line with me. We're leaving this restaurant right now. Oh, are we? This conversation is over. Oh, that sounds like dad. <laughs> right, right. That's, That's what I say. Those are my lines. You're appropriating my role. How about right. that? One? Right. And you're I not doing a good job. I don't believe in appropriation, but you're doing it. And I'm much better at it than you. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying is that you can be friendly. Um, are we ever going to be friends? I mean, maybe later on in life. I don't know. But right now, I'm still paying for shit. I'm still trying to guide you. You're still, your perspective is not correct 100%. Um, and I, I always throw that in there. I don't want to say it's not correct. I'll give you a percentage. I'm being very generous. 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 Your, your perspective, you're pretty good. You're 80% there. But 20% of that stuff that you're doing still is not good. And the, here's the big problem, Anthony, is that when you're with your family, are you going to destroy the Christmas moment, the Christmas Eve moment, mm. the dinner moments, the very few moments that you have, that by, you have right. by arguing? Right. You know, so what happens to dad, if you look at dad around the country, I wish there was a, a little camera on every fucking father in this country during Christmas, so we could all look at it. Oh, yeah, and just say, 
So we could all look at each other and go, we're all biting our fucking, fucking tongues. Yeah, that's great. It's the truth. It is the truth. You don't want number one. We don't. We want to have sex with our wife tonight. Have a couple of drinks. Have fun. If you, if you start shit at the table, the wife usually is not on your side because <laughs> she cooked for three hours. And it's Christmas. And it's Christmas. And you're gonna. Oh, it's not me, by the way. Let's examine this shit. Look, look at camera three hundred thirty-two out of North Dakota. Look at that. <laughs> right, right, right. Same thing. thing. Same, same thing. Same thing, right? We could just look at each other, call on each other. Anthony, where are you? In Fort Myers. Anthony, what just happened? My kid just mouthed off and I didn't say a word because <laughs> I don't want the whole family to, to end up in a commotion. I took another swig of eggnog and walked out of the room. It's the truth. That would be a, that's a great idea, Carmen. That's a great idea. Little body, little body cams on every dad, every Christmas, not all year long, just on Christmas. <laughs> Just and on also Christmas, I have a camera that we could all run to our room and look at so we can just <laughs> communicate to the rest of you. Are you guys there right now? Who's watching? Imagine you'd have I to have a wall. I gotta say this to somebody. I'm gonna fucking choke somebody. <laughs> I gotta say this to somebody who's in Nashville right now. Who's in Nashville? Oh man, that would be sick. That's funny. Listen, what we're happened? coming up with you're coming up with some good ideas. We, we are, we are, see how I'm doing yeah. it now. I'll do it now. We, we oh, are coming up with some good You included me. <laughs> um, I'm not saying it's just Christmas, by the way. When you look at a dad that has, let's say after year eight or nine of the child being around, he has quieted down. He has, re he has um, retreated to a room in the house, a little room, like a, a room that he calls his podcast room with <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly, uh, exactly. See you. Uh, listen, that's why I love you because it. This is that's exactly what it is. So, I needed to get out. It has nothing to do. It, it's. it's I, I, there's no talent. A, there's no talent. There's no business. This is not a business. This is not a business. We're, this is something you getting together. That's all this fucking thing is. And I, that's perfect. I'm fine with that. I love it. But it, but it's the is. truth. If, if you didn't have the podcast and you were better at fixing your motorcycle, you'd be in the garage all night. Right. No, no that, exactly. That's, that's, and I, I talk to people about that all the time. I'm like, listen, this is my, you know, like, cause sometimes people say, why do you, do you have a lot of listeners? Do you have, you know, I'm like, no, I probably not. No. I mean, I, I, but I'm doing it because it's my outlet. It's my way of being silly, creative, whatever you want to call it. I, I need this. I, I'm if I was a, a muscle head, you know, a, you know, a gearhead, I'd be in the like you said, I'd be in the garage. If I was a painter, I'd be painting. Right. So on and so on. But I'm not. I'm none that's, of those things. That's why we got into comedy so we could escape, go do our show, and then come back to peace. But the problem is we got older, and now I mean, I've been. This is this is not new for me though. I mean, for the last thirty years, I before the internet was even created, I was trying to work from home doing comedy. Mm -hmm. And that's impossible, right? Think about it, right? And I'll tell you how it happened. I was getting booked, going all over the country. I was getting tired of that. Being but away from I, home? You mean like being on the road? Yeah, being on the road, right? So I got a job one time from a gig. Guy said, oh, you're doing a show for us. Could you make a commercial? for our home show. 
And I'm like, yeah, I guess I can make a commercial for the home show. He goes, yeah, I just, you know, need some graphics and a voiceover and a, a funny idea. Right. So I came up with three. So basically he needs he needed everything from you. He needed me to make a commercial. And I didn't know how to make a commercial. But I think I made 10 grand for three commercials back in the mid 90s. Wow. And I realized, oh, I can make commercials. So I started getting people, even locally, air conditioning companies. I did commercials for people. I made them. I produced them. And then one of my buddies, Tim Wilkins, I know you know him, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know Tim. He says to me, because he was in one of the commercials, he's like, you did it. You're at home doing comedy, comedy. making money. And that's, that is kind of what's happening now at this age. Do you really feel like driving or traveling to Roanoke, Virginia to do a no. show today? No. Tomorrow night. Say tomorrow night you got a show in Roanoke, Virginia. Would nope. you be okay? No. I mean, I'd be okay, but I don't, I don't want to do that. I definitely don't want to do that. And after Roanoke, you would go to Madison, Ohio. And then after <laughs> Madison, you got to get back to Pittsburgh. No. And nope. then after Pittsburgh, it's Cleveland for two more shows. Yeah. I, my, the, the time of my life to do that is long gone. You okay, know? Well, that's what I'm doing next week. Yeah, but see, but that's but that's your see that's your well, thing. Like, thing that's Anthony. that's your thing. I'm, I'm that, not that. saying that you shouldn't do it, or I shouldn't do it, or I want to do it, or I don't want to do it. That's what happens in comedy. Yeah. No, I get it. If you want to work, I mean, no, I know. If I want to work, I I'm just sticking to doing stuff local. But I I hear what you're saying. I well, hear what you're saying. I want. It, and again, what if someone said to me, "Well, you could do all your shows from your lanai." in florida and make the same amount of money i don't know if i would do that to tell you the truth i would be bored yeah so i enjoy this and in those shows that i that i mentioned 100 percent voluntarily took for the purposes of doing something else than being at home being at home yep but it's not like that crazy career of road gig after road gig after road gig and plus, Kelly goes with me. It's a whole different right, game. Right, right. So I'm saying you have your wife. It's, it's different. Right. My point is the podcast or whatever someone needs to do to escape. When you have a family and kids and you're not a comic, you could go work on the motorcycle in the garage. Or you could go golfing with the guys. A lot of guys do a poker night, right? right. They yep. escape. Or you could do the worst case scenario. You get another girlfriend. And worst case scenario. Worst case, because this is what happens. You'll destroy your family. Right. You will destroy your family. And it happened because you were not getting, as a guy, the love, the attention, the respect as a father. And, and you didn't say nothing. You didn't say nothing. So that happens to a lot of guys. And you know how I know this? Yeah. I listened to Dr. Laura. <laughs> I was gonna say this is get this is almost like a Dr. Drew, uh, Dr. Laura moment. You listen to these people long enough, and you go, you oh, know, you know yeah. they, they connected all the dots. Why could it just been that your wife was a complete bitch, and you just had that, enough? That's what she says, and usually Dr. Laura will take the side of the guy and say, "What did you do wrong as a wife? Were you his girlfriend anymore? Did you stop being his girlfriend?" Right. Because you know so fucking simple anthony yeah it's so it's so simple it's, it's been said over and over again it really is and it's the truth and it's the truth but if and, you want to be a good dad what you'll do is even if you're not getting what you want you'll go hide in the garage for a little bit you will yeah why well, you know like well, much, yeah i mean but i you know the, i'm i'm remarried so i i i did <laughs> i did i did that 
I did exactly what you're talking about. Okay, right, right. Okay. So you've been through this. You right, have more thanks. Thanks, Carmen. Thanks. No, you I, I'm fine. I'm fine. But that's the thing. See, and listen, my 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 career, uh, as unfortunate as it is, is not comedy. So I am obligated to another way to provide income and provide uh, you know, a life for my family. So I'm busy doing that. And I don't have the time or the ability to go to, you know, Georgia, Virginia, Pittsburgh, Ohio, and right. be gone that much. I can't do that. No. And no. my wife yeah. works. Uh, she's she's a school teacher, and she, you know she's off for the summers. And then it's can't wait for you to go back to work, honey. <laughs> no, right. this is, no, what you're I saying. Love, is I love you, honey. Important. What you're saying, and what I'm saying. Because of our experience. This could help people. Do I want to? Do you want to help people? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, let's be honest. Is everyone who's helping people, are they truly interested in helping people? I really have a hard time believing in all the people who are preaching how much they want to help and give. Well, it is nice to it is nice to help and give because sure? I think it's good. Yeah, I think it's good karma to put out there. I think it's a good vibe. No, 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 not about getting back. I'm asking you. No, your feelings. I didn't say it was you about getting back. People. I think it makes you feel. I think it make it you. There is a reward in helping someone. You said you don't karma. find that. You said karma. Yeah, but I well maybe whatever. I didn't use the right. Is that why? That that is a good well karma. I see what you're saying. Where it comes back. Okay, I meant like a, a aura. Like a good vibe. I get those words confused sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, you're like, good. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe you. I'm sorry. You can't retract it now. I'm sorry. That, really, I, it happens. Canceled. I misspeak every canceled. now and then. I'm sorry. You, you, there's no way to retract that. The positive vibe. I tell that to my kids all the time. And I have one, I have one guy, but my buddy, he was very negative all the time. Dude, what you're putting out there, you're going to get back. <clears throat> if, you, if, if it's humdrum all the time, everything's going to be humdrum. So... I know I'm kind of getting off the, the topic a little bit, but it does feel good to help people. But I do think a majority of the people are not, what's the word? Disingenu they're, they're disingenuous. I think they're doing it so Liars. they get something back. Well, I don't know about lying, but Look, I don't think it's all. You, first thing that's I like said, not everybody wants you to succeed, the, the, no matter what they say. What did I say? First thing I, I said in this podcast, you're fat. <laughs> you're that's, a liar. Well, that, your forehead is big. Let's just cut right cut right to the chase this disingenuous word is bullshit it's <laughs> you don't like hurting that word? the country it what, sounds fancy, like a pretty with liar fancy words with fancy words yes because it's using the word genuine for oh, someone who, off. i don't care people horrible. are just scumbags how about that i it's think just, they have ulterior motives right right and they're not honest and they're not honest they're when not. they do something for someone, I don't think they're honest. There's now, always something. Here's the thing. When you said it, is that better? Yes. Only if you believe it. No, I mean, I, I believe I, I believe it pretty much. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty firm believer, but I do believe also, too, that there are nice people. Do you believe you know? there are people out there who actually want to help other people with nothing coming back to them? Yes, I do. Okay. Am I a moron? No, I'm, but I, I'm asking you because I am, you, I, I came from the, the, the muck 
You're right. cynical. You ever see? No, no, no. There's no, another no. word. Believe me, I'm not. I came from the muck, right? You ever see like a half fish, half toad, partial <laughs> lizard thing covered in a brown, gooey slime? Yeah. What are you saying? You grew up in the bayou? Is that yes. what you're saying? I'm saying that the catfish and turtle hunters and those kind of guys were trying to trying to grab me. <laughs> they would stick their their whole arm in my mouth and then pull me and out. Pull of the me muck. and pull me out of the that's, muck. That's me, right? I got pulled out of the muck. Thank God, but I was so scarred from the muck that it's hard to for me to believe that some people didn't come from the muck. I'm following you into this mucky, muddy, <laughs> muck and mire of a conversation. Well, there's some very I hear what you're saying. Good people because they were not exposed to the muck. So you're saying you're jaded then? What is, is that it because of the muck? Is it, is that, you, so you got out of the I muck. Jaded or am and you I, live and you learn. No, because and I you really grow. believe that the muck still exists. Of course the muck exists. It's always going to exist. That there's a problem that if you if you're too unaware of the muck you're doing something nice for somebody because you actually want to do it like i believe that there's people that do that but the people you're doing it for may not need what you're offering as much okay, as they, I, say they need it i got you okay so i'm I very cautious of who i help right but i think the muck i think that's the problem calm i don't think a lot of people came from or can relate to any kind of muck i think the muck makes you i guess it's i'm, I'm talking like street smart so you know what i mean common sense and and a little jaded and a little leery there's nothing wrong with that especially when you become a dad you have daughters or whatever you I, i'm i'm my whole point of view changed a lot but i think the muck is i think the muck is good yeah it's it's good like like bullying is good no, no, it's not. It's not, it's not good. Like bullying, bullying is good. Is bullying amazing. is not good. Bullying, bullying is, amazing. is amazing. Bullying will shape you into the. Uh, I was bullied. I was bullied as a kid. Who a was lot? Tell me a who was. A lot. You tell me who wasn't. I know kids who weren't bullied. Who? The ones who were doing the bullying. Bullies get bullied. Yeah, maybe at home, and I didn't see it. But I'm telling so, you, bullying is like most okay, big here's, dudes here's don't get I don't bullied. Like to use. I don't like to use this word. Because I just learned it, and it makes me sound like I'm trying to learn words, and I'm not. Okay. Come on, hit me. It's ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. There it is. <laughs> ubiquitous. Bully. You got on me for disingenuous, and you're, and you're, <laughs> you're throwing out ubiquitous. What's the matter with you? I just sometimes amaze myself. Yeah. I I, you do. And I love when you say that. You do say it a lot, too. What's that? I amazed, I amazed myself. <laughs> but the bullying thing, and I, again, I said this to my son today. So guess what? All of our conversation wasn't not valuable. He got something. I asked him if he has the short man's complex. Because You said that to him? You asked him that yeah. today? <clears throat> Excuse me, today. You asked yeah. him that today at lunch? Yes. Because we were talking about, I don't know, recessive genes or some shit you know how conversations are at lunch so anyway yeah, yeah they always go like that 
Yeah, well, they were pointing fingers at me, by the way, with recessive genes, my height, my hair, my bullshit. Dad was taking another beating at another, another beating, right? Another one hundred forty dollars lunch. Dad was taking another beating. Right. His credit card's perfect, but his fucking genes, his, genes. Cool. his, his MRA, whatever DNA. Look what happened to me. Look, look, Dad. Look, look at the, this. This is what happened to you, pal. Right. You know, that's why they did the human genome experiment to find out what the fuck happened to you, buddy. So, so what happened? I said to him, I go, you know, I even before, and I was trying to be like sincere that I was concerned before he was even really out of the womb that he was going to be taller than me. You didn't want him to be taller than you? No, that he would be. Oh, that he would be. I wanted him to be taller than me because I, you know, be nice for him not to have to go through being five, six, <laughs> you know, first of all, I didn't force him to live in Iowa, which could have been a disaster for him. Right. Like they did to me. I had to live amongst very tall cornstalk. Corn fed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. And my height was a definite, uh, you know, instant, you could see I was not part of the other group. Right. You so, were probably really good in the cornfields, like in a maze. You were good. <sighs> Nobody caught you. I, I swear that the shortness has helped me. <laughs> <laughs> but that could be part of short man's complex. I could actually just be buying. It's a confirmation bias. I'm already short, so short people are amazing. Right. You know, I could be doing that, but yeah, I somebody just wrote an article on that. I think I think that was in one of the newspapers. About short people? About short people, yeah. Confirming their own bias that, toward that they're, short? that they're no, that they're they're better or they're really awesome. Yeah. I believe it. I don't I don't have any data or any f factual information on that. But well, I know I did see it. I well, did see it. It's the hell? truth. I think it was like the New York Times or somebody something like that for real. Dude, he is in great shape. He's got giant biceps. He's he's a he's like almost a bodybuilder. I've seen I know. I met he's a handsome boy. Guess he's why? he's always Guess been why? in good shape. Guess why? Because of his inseam. He's a little man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a little man. You're Stout. too tall. Yeah. Well, that's what it was. His his buddy, one of his buddies is a big dude. But he's, you know, he's his life's easy because he he's not that he's he's tall. He's so he doesn't have to work out that hard or even try that hard. Right. When you're little, like Bruce Springsteen, like Prince, like Tom Cruise, guess what happens? You gotta fucking prove something to people. I'm well, just, just named five you. billionaires. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And short, short little billionaires. Short little billionaires. Yes, but that's what I'm saying. Connect the short to the money and the success, but also connect the bullying to it. You little bastard, or you tiny elf, or why don't you get in the <laughs> hole, or you know whatever they say to you. Right. I would never go out with a short man. I mean. Right. Right. So did you when you when you said to him you asked him if he had the short man complex? Yeah. What was his response? He said yes. He admitted. He said it. Yeah. Hmm. And he said, and he said that people have told him that he has that. I said, from what? From your lifting, trying to prove? He goes, no, from me being aggressive. I go, huh. Hmm. Hmm. I see it more in the, in the successful arena where you're trying to prove by doing something like owning a business, making money, lifting weights, whatever it is, you know, to try to overcompensate. It's like when you go bald and you put on that beard. We know why you're doing it. <laughs> right, right. 
<laughs> oh, you love beards all of a sudden? Right, right. You haven't had a beard at all. You've, in fact, you can't even really grow one. What, never had a beard. What, is that? what is that on your face? Yeah. Right? Oh, it's not compensating for Or the big truck, or the big truck, that the, the, you right. know, like lifted seven inches, big tires, and and then you see somebody who's like five, 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 one forty, hop out of it. It's it's Yoda. Yoda pops out. Of the <laughs> it's Yoda. It's legit. What if Yoda has all the power because he worked hard because he was so small? <laughs> You're a psychopath. <laughs> Why did Yoda have all the power? Because you know what's funny? Yeah, because he was tiny. He needed yeah. to prove himself to Princess Leia. Never got her, by the way. That's all he wanted to do was bang Leia, and he yeah. never got a chance. He never got him. Skywalker. Got her. Skywalker looks good. He's tall. He's got blonde hair. Yeah. You know, but Yoda. He not Yoda. Yoda. He's not that pretty. He's little. So what am I going to do with my life? I'm going to learn magic spells. There you go. So nobody could ever bully me again. Poof. That's, you're a frog. Hey, that's part of it, right? So you're trying to figure out how never to get bullied again or how to and bullies, by the way, are not like bullying you for things that you don't really actually have. Like, no one ever bullied me for being tall. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> right. right. So they, they kind of helped you. They go, they never called me a lerp. Like, tall guys, we call lerps. You ever hear that? No. You friggin' lerp. No. Now, lurch. Lurch, maybe. Yeah, well, lerp like was from popular in Cleveland. And I'm thinking about it now. And, and the idea that you had to come up with a term that nobody knew what it meant. <laughs> what it was. <laughs> what it was. Person. It's a perfect person is a lerp is what you, what you say. I'm a perfect right. person. Right. I'm six two. Lerp. I know so, how to play hoops. And I, the, now you're going to try to make fun of me. The little people made that word up. I think so. Lerps. I only heard it from the little people. <laughs> <laughs> and we Sounds like the, something. The little people back in school were called the wrestlers. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. All of them stocky. And they didn't, you know, when you when you're short like that and you live, you don't have to push very far off your chest. You have short little arms. So they, so they get big really head. quick. Now look at me. Like I've I've got to go like a, a country mile Wait, just to I get, you know, it. 75 pounds. Of, this is such horseshit. I knew you're gonna have an excuse <laughs> for not looking <laughs> you're in shape. I'm, I'm in shape. My, I'm in shape, dude. I, my, the reason my arms are big like yours, Carmen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, you short little, little stubby you arms. Stubby arms. Yeah, short little stubby arms. And that's why I got bullied because I was literally, I was the 90-pound nose that ran around the neighborhood. You ever see that commercial for like Flonase where it's just a gigantic nose? Yeah. That was me growing up. That was me. That was it. That was it. Uh, that's what I felt like walking down because I was so skinny and my nose was just... It, Your nose stuck out that much. It was big. I was when, when I was really skinny. Yeah, my nose. Yeah, it came. Oh, it, it, a lot smaller. No, no. I tried to grow like longer hair, and you know, just try to anything I could do. But I was, I was just skinny, and I used to get the shit knocked out of me really? all the time. Yeah, yeah. Until I started fight. Like I, I fought back. Like, but then I started really fighting back. You yeah. know, because it was more like it wasn't always like a one on one. It was more kind of like a, 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 a few guys. I had a fight with a girl once. Wait a second. Now you've th you've told some tall tales here. No, I'm, I'm telling First you. First of all, <clears throat> your I got beat up right across the street. Disadvantaged nose got you. Your yeah. septum caused so much problems that you had gangs of men and, that, you had to, that you had to take on. And and my family, like we had moved from Brooklyn out to Eastern Long Island, so basically we moved from the city out to a dirt road. Right. And. I didn't dress like the people 
growing up there at first. You know what, what I mean? I didn't. I didn't so look. Like, um, I was you know, sixty. I'm just trying to. Yeah, yeah, yeah seventies. Yes, yes, the seventies. You didn't dress like them. You're saying you had flares on. I might have. I might have had bell bottoms. I mean, I don't remember what I had, but I know. I know that. I know that I was sent to school with pants that didn't. What we we called them floods. Oh really? Oh yeah. That's the opposite of a Brooklyn person. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. Now that's not what it was. It was just that. Those are the clothes. I mean, the hideous polyester shirts, and you know, just. I thought, I thought just, if you're coming from Brooklyn in the seventies. Wouldn't you dress more like Travolta? Yeah, but I. How old was I? I mean, in this, I was born in what? So five years, sixty-eight. I was five. Yeah, I was like ten, dude. You know what I mean? I wasn't. I wasn't like a seventeen-year-old. Ten years old, fifth. Maybe grade. even less. Maybe even less a, than that. You had a pleather jacket. Yeah, but everybody else had denim jackets and boots. No, 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 no. We all had pleather during this. This is the era. I understand, but not on, not on, not on Eastern Long Island. You said you were from Brooklyn. I did. That's my point. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Maybe I did. Maybe I did have the leather jacket, but I did because my, my, we were middle-class people. My parent, my mother was a, she dressed me horribly, horribly. You know what what floods are? Well, I know what, well, that's what they called them. Yeah, but you know what they they are? I just realized what floods are. What? They're too short. It's a humble brag. It's a what? A, a what? What's a hump? I'm going to have to go through this episode because I've come up with so much material right now. <laughs> What's a humble brag? A humble brag. You're wearing shorts that are too short. No, not shorts. Pants. What? Up? You're wearing pants. Pants. That are too short. Too short. And to didn't... show off how fucking tall and how much you grew in one year. <laughs> oh, no, no. I wish that was the case. That's I should Listen, see, that's a great. I, I, I was not as quick. As that, uh, as you, when I was younger, so that would have been great. I could have. That's a, that. That probably would have got me out of a lot of trouble. It's a humble brag. You've been and that's why about your height by wearing pants that were not long enough for you. And that's how I combated it by humor, by making jokes. First of all, you but tell anyway, me, there are two. There are three things I said tonight in this, right? Yeah. Should I be writing this Maybe? down? Anthony wore floods <laughs> as a humble brag. He would wear pants that were not long enough to show everybody how much he grew in one year. Yeah. Look at yeah. me. Look how tall I am, everyone. I'm growing so oh, fast. Yeah. That's why bullying works. Yeah. I'm growing so fast that my parents can't keep up with my wardrobe. There you go. Anyway, but you were bragging. Oh, yeah. I was bragging. Yeah, I was and bragging. Bullying short people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, oh, I bullied short people all the time. So bullying helps. Yeah. No, well, it helped me because it toughened me up. I said bullying is amazing. You're agreeing now. Yeah. Well, it, it, it does. I mean, it works for certain people, but I'm certain people. It is motivation. Bullying you have to be strong. It makes you stronger. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying the opposite. It makes you stronger. Why is it? If, if we've been saying for years, right, we have been saying this for years. That bullying or teasing or tormenting makes people stronger. Yep, it does. It thickens the skin. We let these kids come in for one generation and and just rescind it all. Wipe it all out. Well, that's the same thing with, I always say it. I've said it before, timeouts. A timeout. That's what my wife used to want with the girls, a timeout. 
Yeah. Mm, I didn't have timeouts growing up. But she didn't come up with that. You know who came up with that? No, I know some doctors or some tea or somebody or some they some psychologist, some psychiatrist or whatever. School system. The school, the school si- system. Timeout. The school systems has really it it tricked us all. We thought the school was the same school that we went to. We were sending our kids to a similar type of environment. We didn't know that they were being brainwashed the entire time they were there. No doubt. We had no idea that the school was turning our own children against us. We had no idea. There, there has to be an agenda. They're never going to print it. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. All I know is what I see, and there's no fucking way that everyone has the same idea about the same thing all over the world unless it is an organized thought. Correct. Just like the pandemic. They fucking plug this into everybody all over the place. We the world. Get, we used to get beat with a fucking paddle and look to this day i don't think it, it's that big of a deal to his ass with a paddle that's not a big deal especially i got boys. the paddle it was yeah. boys boys what are what are boys at age 10 you just described yourself wearing floods <laughs> coming from brooklyn to long island right so you're sticking out like a sore thumb like me in iowa you got a complex about something your nose or your you know and is there any way, even if you're on the short end of the stick, to not have an attitude as a 10-year-old through 18-year-old kid? Boy, right. boy. You, you have an attitude. And who usually corrects the attitude? Male coaches, right? Male teachers, male figures. Why? Because the males are a little more less patient than the females. But if you keep getting your hair stroked, it's going to be okay, son. Sit down during recess. No more football. Don't tackle him. Let's play tagless tag. You ever hear of that fucking game? No. Tagless tag. Tagless tag. They were doing that shit in my kid's school. They were doing all kinds of things that would avoid anyone being touched or bullied or yelled at or unfairly, you know, not chosen. The Guess why I wasn't chosen to play football? Because you couldn't play football. I said couldn't play. <laughs> okay. You know why I played football? You know why I tried out for the fucking football team? And I stayed on the team? Because you got a jersey with your name on it. I didn't care about the game. Right. I could I care less. I game over the announcements. I wasn't in it for the game. It's. F- I understood why they weren't putting me in as quarterback. I couldn't see over the fucking line. <laughs> but today, that would be unfair, wouldn't it? Oh, oh, participation trophies. I, I used to coach uh, my oldest daughter at softball. And literally one after uh, a trophy-giving ceremony, one of the moms who was fat was standing there. Oh, it's a shame that all the kids don't get a trophy. And I looked at it. I literally I said, no, no, it's not. Your kids came in sixth. There's no trophy for sixth. Wow. They need to work harder. First, second, and third, win, place, and show. That's it. How do the guys end up saying the same things as that mother? It's a shame that not all of them get trophies. Guess how the guys started saying that? Because they don't have tell cameras them. on them. We don't have cameras on <laughs> each other. They're sitting around a dinner table. The mother says it. The father says, no, that's bullshit. No one gets a trophy unless you win. That's how it works. And then the mother got mad. There was no sex that night. And the next time this came up, the father who wanted to still have sex with his woman, 
decided to keep his mouth shut. And then a bunch of guys thought it would be great if they just parroted everything women said. And this way, there'll be no problems anymore. <laughs> and then they came up with their little slogan, happy wife, happy life. And that's oh. what everybody. Happy wife, happy life. It did. That's the phrase that literally fucking took all the testosterone out of the, out of the room. Oh, please don't get me started on, on low T. It is a pan. It, it is the pandemic. It's been. I've that never is seen the problem. Yeah, I mean, when did all this people guys can't get erections start? Like, I, I it, it for years now they're pumping. <laughs> when did that happen? What's going on? No, really. When did that? When did that happen? That ever? There's so many people. It enough men have a problem getting an erection that we have to put commercials on TV to tell these men to go talk to their doctor about it. So we have something that'll help them. When well, I think, I think um, the erection thing—that's been an issue for a long time. We didn't know about it, but why? But because of their fucking prostate and their food? bad habits, food, age, the squeezing of the prostate, the whole works—that whole thing. My big issue is a guy that can get a boner, but is still a pussy. The guy, <laughs> the, <laughs> he, he's he's fully hard, he's fully erect, but he's still as low T and not maybe not even the actual testosterone measurement. He's just got very little uh, masculinity left in him because it's been washed out of him. He's been told to bring it down. Stop well, yelling. Stop being aggressive. Don't get so nuts. Okay. I was going to ask you, get, tell me why you would, somebody would be fully erect <laughs> and not, and not be ready to do whatever he was supposed to do. And well, he's not erect and doing that at the same time. I'm saying, here's a guy, he's 35. He's got all the capable, his prostate's fine. Walking around with a heart on? No, but if he no. wants to get one, instant, right? That's typically the most, you know, 35-year-old guy. Like, I'm not going to brag. I'm not going to do a humble brag here. No. Right here. <laughs> Don't do what uh, I do. You know what I'm saying? But it's the guys that, they have the mask. They have the ability to be masculine, and they've chosen not to be on purpose to to make society like them. So we're going to talk lower. We're going to be calm. We're going to use our words. We're not going to be aggressive. Right. We're going to have different rules for football. We're going right. to make sure that our our son understands the feminine side. We're going to give children a choice of gender. Whatever the shit is. Right. Ain't going to work. It's, it's not, not going to work. It's yeah. not going to work because women eventually will not want if they're if they're actually feminine, want another feminine partner. They want a masculine partner. Do you feel do you feel that? Well, I don't know that, how I come up with this stuff. I swear I mean, to God. It's amazing. You are fucking I don't know amazing. what I'm doing as a comic. I, I swear to God. Why am I wasting my fucking breath? I don't know. I don't know. Doing stupid jokes in comedy. I I, I could be helping people. You could, I don't want to do it. I already said that. You could be helping people. I think you are helping. You're helping me. I have to tell you. But I wanted to ask you really quick. Do you feel like there are less feminine women now as well? Like, do you feel it's the same on the flip side? I, um, I think there's more masculine women. That's that's pretty much what I just said, but only I don't know if there's less more direct way. 
like if you're talking about for the choosing. No, I'm just saying like guys who have low, who have chosen to do this, but, but yeah, it's not like femininity or a feminine woman or a sexy woman is like, is like yeah. taboo. It's like bad now. Yeah. I, I, I absolutely believe that uh, most women, um, not most, I shouldn't say most, there's a lot of women that want to kind of achieve uh, the masculine traits, which is control. They want to control things like they, they believe, and I'm sure it's true in many cases. America is a hard place for me to believe that you can't make money, gender, race, whatever it is. Right, religion. doing something. I really do believe almost anyone has opportunity in this country at any point. If you're claiming you're a victim right now, I almost can't believe you. I just don't believe you, right? There's just too many opportunities for everyone, for me to, and I could be jaded on this. I have no idea. Maybe I don't understand. No, no, I agree with you. But again, I've had my shortcomings, not to be punny, but I've had my issues too, trying to make money as a person who came from the muck or the hood or from the situation I was in. We all have our own uh, problems that we could use to victimize ourselves. Right. Like my father got shot when I was 14. I could have used that my whole life and said, what do you expect? My father got shot when I was 14. I could have used that on a daily basis in this country as a reason for not succeeding. But then I got to live with myself in my non-successful homes, in my non-successful car, in my non-successful relate. I got to actually live that non-successful lifestyle. Right. When, and if you, and if you get sucked into it when you're young like that and you but don't think that you could use it as a victim, right, right. Right. And then so, you'll use it for the rest of your life. So there are women out there who believe because they're a woman, they can't get ahead or they have to do a certain Nobody, I don't want a woman that's um, too masculine. No, no guys really do. But they don't want to say nothing because there's a lot of people who depend on uh, the society to make money. So like for us in, in comedy, sometimes, most of the time for a corporate gig, it's a woman that books me. So hmm. if my act is anti-woman or I, I say some negative things about women, it's possible I might lose some money. There might be, not all money, but there could be some money left on the table. That's the biggest curse that we have learned in this country right now is that corporations want every fucking penny. Every penny. So they will not say anything. They love to say the word. They want to err on the side of safety. Right. They want to err on the side of love. They want to err. If they're going to make a mistake, it's going to be on the side of like overdoing safety, overdoing, overdoing right. love, overdoing caring. But see, now you're just so fucking disingenuous that there I don't believe is. corporation. I don't believe you when you say you care about communities or you're interested in helping uh, people that are uh, that need that have food insecurity or whatever new term you've come up with. I don't believe you. I don't believe you. But what I do believe is you want every penny from every person. If you can make it any money, even off the homeless, you would do it. Corporations, you would do it. Well, even, though I, even though I don't believe in homeless, I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? You don't believe in homeless. That's another fucking bullshit thing. Do you, you know? hear me? Okay. Cause every, I feel like I cut you out when I talk. No, I All just right, talk I over people. No, but I'm, it sounds a little weird in my headphones. I'm just hoping that uh, I, I've had some technical difficulties before. We have had some technical difficulties. So I'm really? hoping. We know. Well, in the 
you know, the, the podcast. People that are not there? Yeah, yeah, the people that are not there. Actually including them in your life? Of course. They're not your friends. Anthony, they're gone. They're out. That's it. Remember who you are, Anthony. No, I know. Okay. I know. I'm like a woke woke corporation. I want it all. Yeah, you're trying to please everybody. I want to please everybody. Everybody's special. This is the advice I give to my children. You need to hate. You understand? (laughs) Hate actually is valuable and yeah, useful. The only thing is they hate me. It, you know what I mean? I mean, so so be it. It's all right. It's only to protect yourself. When people think that you love everything and love everybody and unconditionally do whatever for all. That's not possible. You're going to be the victim eventually. Nobody loves everybody and everything. Those sure, people are full of little, shit. I'm a little jaded, like you said. Like I'm not, not the second time I've called myself jaded because of you. But See? yeah. I I believe what I believe. And I'm right. <laughs> that's that's my opinion. That's See, my attitude. I did a video said saying that I'm right, you're wrong. That's all it is. I'm right. And then I'm sorry that when you're wrong, <clears throat> you know, it's I'm not sorry. When people are wrong, no, when people are mad that I'm right, the only way for me to make them happy is to pretend that I'm actually wrong. And I can't do it. You do. I was going to say, you do that? No. Yeah, I but that's what that. I've said to people. I go, the only way I can make you happy is if I actually believe in the wrong thing, right? Or I, I, I say that you're right when you're not. So I'm, I know that I'm, I'm doing something that's, it's basically lying to myself. Lying. If I start lying to myself, which I think everybody in this country understands now, so many people lied to themselves over these last couple of years with the pandemic bullshit and the government. And I don't know if we're out of this yet. I don't think we are. I think there's I a don't lot know. of people who are still sticking to their guns. But um, that's creepy. It's, it's, it's so ass backwards. It ruins, it's going to ruin society. It ruins ruin the economy. It'll ruin the, the country. All this is going to get destroyed if people still continue to believe what they know is wrong. But they, and that's the thing. They do know it's wrong. They know it's wrong and they still do it. They, they, they believe they don't believe what they see with their own eyes. They don't believe what they feel with their own wallet. They don't believe it's real. They, they're being told it's not real. And they're like, okay, okay. All right. I I don't get it. Imagine anyone ever convincing you. I mean, you're a logical human. For the most part, you, I would say that, you know, I would say that all humans who have no brain damage, who are logical people, who are rational people, understand 99%. I'm not going to go any further than 99.9. I'm just saying 99% of everything that's right and wrong. I can name something and you can tell me, is it right or wrong? Okay. There's a dog in the street. Oh, we're you, doing this? This is like a like a okay, let's do it. No, no, come on. <laughs> come on, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. There's a dog in the street. Right? You're in a rush to get to the airport. The dog's not moving. Do you run it over? Of course not. It no. took you too long. It took you too long. <laughs> it took you me said too no. Long. <laughs> you should just said no. Now I'm concerned about whether you know what is right and wrong. I mean, I was trying to I mean, was it an important flight? Where am I going? Okay, right. <laughs> 
Exactly. You could have you could have waited a little bit. Could have waited a little bit. Yeah. All right. No, I'm not. I'm not running. There was a nuclear bomb dropped. You had ten seconds to get out before any of the fallout hit you. Then yes, run the dog over. But typically, you know, the dog you will stop and not. You would stop. You. I mean, come on. All right. You know what's right and what's wrong. And people are being told that what they believed was wrong when they were right. And so here's the thing, too. Like if there's 10 people. What? I'm saying for for, for years now. What are you touching? Volume. You're fine. Okay, I'm good. Podcast probably is not even recorded. No. <laughs> no, please say don't, don't say that. Hold on. Oh no, it's no. We're good. We're going. If you think about how this works, and I again, being the comedian, I'm claiming I'm a comedian. Good, you should. All this time to watch documentaries or read books, all the studies they do on groupthink. You know, five people are telling you something is 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 right when it's wrong. You know. It's wrong, but those five people keep saying it's right. All the experiments show you'll eventually agree with the people that you'll are cave. In. You'll cave in, really. I mean, watch just watch some of that shit. It's amazing. There was one thing about I forgot what it was where people were um, told to torture somebody, and that they knew it was causing pain to that person, and there was no way in hell that person would ever want to inflict any pain on anyone, but they. We're doing it, even though they weren't doing it. Jigsaw. Is that what it's called? But the, you're talking about movies? No, no. It's an actual oh. experiment. Oh, well, I watched the movies Jigsaw. That's when they have to like do things to each other in order to get out of the okay. room. All right. Well, this Which is... They, the, things you would never dream of doing to someone. So course, I understand where you're going. But that's a movie. Right. And this was real life, unless, huh? A real life experiment? Unless everyone now actually believes because we're so fucked up that movies are real. But I'm sure it's based on something real. Well, somebody idea, thought about this it. This is a true science experiment. I'll look it up for you. I wish we had Donnie here today. My podcast producer would look yeah. it up for me. See, here's the benefit about it. the guys on my pod are millennials. They know everything. You make a mistake, they will correct your fucking ass so quick. Really? They'll and then Donnie will. If he doesn't know, he'll look it up and he'll find out what the name of the experiment was when this ex- experiment. And that's worked. good. I, I, I don't, don't I, care, though. I don't care, Anthony. I don't <laughs> care. I don't need that information. It's too much for me. I know what I know. I know it existed. You don't have to prove it to me. You know, you saw it. It's and You know, right from wrong. Right. Right. So don't fucking try to convince me that your mask worked. No. No. Oh, my God. And that's another thing. I, I'm seeing this maybe make, making a comeback. Masks. No way. I'm not. I've, I didn't do it before. And I'm I'm not going to say I never wore a mask because obviously there was a point in time where you couldn't go in. You couldn't go anywhere without putting a mask on. Right. What Let's do you just face it and make a comeback. Uh, the mask. There, I, I see it. I see it being pumped out on some social media. I see it being pumped out on some TV. Now we've, you know, uh, you know masks like for I, I just think that they're trying to 
maybe say the another wave or it's getting bad during the winter or something and we might have to mask up again not not necessarily here not necessarily here other cities other states other governments and this is the problem they know how weak people are when i say other gov- governments i mean governments of other states they're gonna cave in again this is i, I don't think I, I, let them do it i think people are gonna tell them to fuck off i i don't think i don't think it's I don't think people are going to follow it because the science is out now. I mean, you, you say follow the science. The science is out. It you realize, doesn't work. Do you realize that I'm a hypocrite? Why? What happened? Because what did I miss? Beginning, beginning of the podcast, I was wishing for a way to, to get my wife to do things by watching certain <laughs> behavior. Uh, well, and now it's actually, it's true. People are doing things like putting masks on because they're watching other behavior. I said I wanted that. I don't want it. I'm taking it back. I don't want that. All right. I'll edit that. I'll edit it. I don't want any hypnosis. I don't want any way of 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 making somebody believe something. What did we call that earlier? Power of suggestion? Yeah, power of suggestion. I don't want it now. No. Well I I wouldn't give up. I wouldn't give up. Audio also are we doing audio? What do you mean are we doing audio? Video this video, this audio. I mean, I, I keep every time you talk and if I'm talking, you, uh, you, you cut out a little bit and I'm nervous now that that's, Oh, it's too late to do anything about it. Yeah. It's too late, but I have to figure out what's going on. But what I'm saying is this is audio and video based. Yes. So people can just listen to it. If they want, they don't have to watch it. They don't have to watch it. Yeah. Wow. Okay, good. Yeah. I'll put it out. I, I put it out on, it's you know, Spotify. you said this was big in Sweden. Uh, we we've we've had some some worldwide exposure. The UK actually. Okay. Yeah. The UK. Well, I'm not happy with them. Yeah. Well, you know, it is what it is. I'm not happy with Canada. <clears throat> I don't. I'm no. Not happy. I'm saying the governments, not the people. Right. Because believe me, I would love to just hang out and party with a bunch of fucking Australians. Yeah. Those people, what they went through, New Zealand, all those people with the, with the governments they have, it's it's horrific, dude. It, it was bad, bad. The lockdowns, the way they treat people. I mean, the mindset of some of these politicians are just, you know. It's, I, and I think it's like you said, it's it's planned. It's planned all the way. There's so many people involved. Of it's course. like nobody's going to think the same exact it thing. Plan anything, by the way. Yeah, but something devious. Yeah, I'm saying right. So- Look, this is what my mother always used to say is if I said, you know, something like um, something negative, like if we were on a way to get on a plane, I said something about, uh, man, uh, I hope this plane don't go down. Oh, my God. Don't say that. Don't say that. You're going yeah. to make it happen. Well, I used to say to her, well, mom, if that's true, if I could say something negative and make it happen, then I should be able to say we're going to win the lottery tonight. My words don't mean anything. They mean nothing. So saying that something's going to happen or something's not going to happen, it doesn't really matter what you say. Well, isn't that kind of like a superstitious thing, though, more than anything? Yeah, but people really get caught up in it. Why did I bring this up? I have no idea. We were just talking about something that maybe that triggered this. Uh, uh, pl- planning? Oh, planning. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I got you back. Well, planning, planning. You said this is devious, is what you said to me. So right. you don't think people plan 
devious they only playing good no i, I i'm saying i people i, I wouldn't say what you're saying i mean but none of this kinds of stuff happens like this thank god you got that because i almost didn't get against it. <laughs> against humankind and everybody's do this the same it's the same narrative so it has to be a plan of course you don't think that canada and china are on the same agenda and then australia somehow too and uk and the us how the hell all these countries who can't get along in peacetime and always find a way to war with each other how did they all unite over the pandemic except they might have all had a uh, common goal that we don't know about and i, I keep asking they go what's the point of people to really corral humanity in Except, you know, if you get the power and the money and, you know, you get, you get all that shit, but eventually, doesn't it get boring? That's maybe that's the answer. They're bored. Yeah. They're bored. They're they want to do this. They yeah. want to do it because they haven't had this before. They would love, yeah. you're not going to be able to do it in one lifetime. So, well, it must no, be, I mean, it must be a, a plan that spans over decades. If we let it happen. See, that's the thing. People need to people. We, we need to kind of maybe, like you said, push back and stop being bullied. Did you read Atlas Shrugged? Uh, no, I did not. Did you ever read the summary of what the book's about? No, because I never read the book. If someone handed you the book Atlas Shrugged, would you punch them in the face as hard as you fucking could? How would I know what emotion no, would that would bring would out you? of me? I, would you? I don't know. What's the book about? You say no. I'm asking you if you know right and wrong again. I was just another right and wrong test. If somebody handed me a book, would I punch them? Of Probably not. not. No, but you still couldn't say yes or no on that. That's scary to me. You're well, punching was, people what, for no reason. <laughs> what, what if it was a very insulting book to I, me I personally? Told you the name of it. Well, I, I, I don't even it's know what that means. Crazy. Of course you don't, but it doesn't matter. You don't punch people for handing you a book, Anthony. I thought you knew right and wrong. <laughs> no, I, I don't. Obviously, I obviously don't. Not. That's scary. Neanderthal. That's me. But, so anyway, the book is basically talking about the destruction of the country through the means of the media, and which is the critic who does nothing but just criticizes everything, and through the government, who doesn't create, but just kind of taxes and takes away at the creators. So eventually, the creators don't want to do anything anymore, and everything is, disappears. Hmm. So, but that book was written, I believe, in the 30s. Okay, yes, I did 30s. hear about this. Yes, I heard about this. Um, and the woman who wrote it, Ayn Rand, was, uh, her, her family was a victim of the Bolshevik Revolution, right. where her father, who was an independent entrepreneur, I believe this is still, I don't want to spread misinformation, but it's not that important if you don't believe me or fucking look it up yourself. I think, I'm pretty sure he had a like a business and then they just took everything. So they fled to the US. So it's kind of like a warning, the cautionary tale of what could happen. What could happen. Right. Yeah. Because government can't do what entrepreneurs can. They can't do what private businesses can. They just can't. You know, they can't create beautiful grocery stores with fresh produce. They can't make a nice car. They can do things that governments should do, which is, you know, represent people, protect them, 
military wise, street wise, structure wise, big things, big things. Right. But the individual stuff and the people themselves are the ones that are, are the salt of the earth. It's creating everything else. You know, government's just a big piece of meat. Not good unless you have all the spices and everything goes around it. That's a problem. If people don't pay attention and we let the fucking number one, the U.S. go to hell, we don't want the U.S. going to hell. And it's it's slowly, look, even through the the best ways that we have, which is making people laugh, telling comics what to say on stage. What to, yeah, see, that's... restricting free speech, correcting everyone, saying, and this is what my son's doing to me today, telling me how to talk as a father. Don't think so. Do I lay down? Do I listen? Do I, like you said, we need to not be friendly. We need to draw the line in everything. Right. Right. And, yeah. I, and, and, and I don't think, and, and that's the thing. I've, I'm fearful that there aren't enough people who are willing to draw the line. That's, and, and, and again, when, when you have to worry about making a living, going up and, and telling jokes and telling your story or whatever it is, and be and worried about you're going to somebody is there is going to is going to try to <clears throat> take you out, you know, uh, professionally, financially or have you banned or, or, or say things, that, you know, cancel you, I guess. Right. I, I don't I can't even imagine how it even happened. I can't imagine from where I came how it even happened, how people became so soft and insensitive and. And every everybody's racist, and that you can't say that. I mean, I, I, I was going out. I did a couple of before I started getting back out a little bit. I did a little open mics, and I, I had a joke, and I, I talked like in an Indian accent. It was one of my jokes, and I, you know, I, I felt good. I felt good about it. I was doing it. It's worked a billion times. And these young millennial, this girl says, "Oh no, you didn't," because I talked like an Indian guy. You know what I mean? Oh no, I didn't. That really, that really got you. Were you hitting on them in an Indian accent? No, I was not hitting on them. What is that noise? What is that? What are you doing? You like that? Yeah. yeah what is that? I'm cleaning the dust off my laptop. Oh, thanks. You're also cleaning it off the microphone. Is that the mic? Yeah, I just lost like part of my left ear. Here. <laughs> Thank you. Now wait, let me ask you something. But you know what I mean. I mean, Did oh no, you you're really that back. insensitive? Like uh, again. Did you fight them? I did I fight them physically? Yeah. No. No, no. Did you fight them with your words as a Yes. Comic? Yes. Of course because I did. I was gonna say to you, do you see what's happening in the world of stand-up today? Yes. The new weapon is comics not even doing their act, just waiting for hecklers so they can rip the shit out of the heckler. And and not do their act because of why? Because people are yelling shit out yelling talking shit. during their show. Yeah. Right. Well, they're not purposely just standing up there and say, okay, who's going to heckle me? They're doing their act, but they're waiting. If there is a heckler, they're attacking the heckler. I mean, you have to go into the heckler. I mean, you can't ignore the heckler. Right. So that's the way of stopping what's going on. Look, you, you want to talk during my show? We're stopping the show. Let's talk. Yep. And we're going to destroy you because this okay. is what we do for a living. Right. Not what you do for a living. Right. So that's what's going on. If you watch Jamie Kennedy, especially right now, he's doing that. 
you know, I've seen Louis C.K. do it after the show, during the show. Um, I saw a Broadway actor do it. This is a lot of TikTok video, a lot of, you know, short video. Right. There's a lot of comics who've been doing that. I mean, I, I typically never put up with hecklers. I will take down the entire room. I will burn the bridge with the club owner. I will make my wife angry because that's... Yeah, no, that's, I, I get it. I've, I get it. I've been, I have had calls the next day asking me to apologize. Never have. Um, I lost a gig that I had for 10 years in Sarasota, a room that I was booking because somebody heckled me and did worse to, to me on stage. And I retaliated <clears throat> and they wanted me to apologize. I said, no. When you say heckled you and did worse. Yeah. I mean, this, this lady poured uh, a beer on my boots. I was saying really? she poured liquid on me. She, I didn't care though. See, here's the thing. I didn't call the club and ask them to file fucking charges against her or go right. get the police. I didn't do anything to her. I talked back. I just defended myself. They wanted me to apologize to her. I go, you weren't even there. You didn't, you don't know what happened. These are the owner, the owners the of, owners. The, of the Well, of the she's room? a good customer and she owns a restaurant. I go, I don't give a rat's I mean, ass who she ass. is. But this has happened to me throughout my career. It made me leave Los Angeles once I realized I was never going to be able to uh, compromise who I am for success. I know a lot of comics probably think that's number one stupid or a lot of comics are, are saying that's a humble brag or here we go. Humble brag. Again. Humble brag. I love it. Or it's the truth, which I can't stop. And maybe it's me being the guy from the muck too, which I think was part of it. That if you, if you attack me, I've only learned to attack back. Right. I'm going to scrap with you. Right. I'm not doing anything. That's I, I think, okay, is it right or wrong for me? It's right. I had a girl in Georgia the entire time during my entire show, her and her girlfriend just talking, just disrupting. No one's taking care of this. There's not a bouncer. There's not a club owner. The whole show is being ruined. And I'm trying. I have an hour to do on stage. So as she's so oblivious, I took her purse and I took it off the table and I put it on the stage. That's all I did. I didn't ruin it. I didn't do nothing. Right. right. You didn't go through it? No. But she threw a drink on me. Wow. She threw a drink on me, so I dumped her whole fucking purse on the stage. <laughs> uh, That's great. Then I had to figure out how to get out of a 400-seat theater in Valdesta, Georgia, without getting killed. Oh, my God. But that's... Well, yeah, it looks like you you, know, you did it. Some comics that are going to come at you. They're not going to just take it. I mean, I know most of the guys today just take it. But I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody who would take it. I I I haven't met them yet. But maybe because I, I haven't been out as much, obviously. But yeah. you need to tell me there are there are what like younger younger guys or girls or whatever or women. No, not who, necessarily. I've seen I've seen comics from the old days take kind of a beating from hecklers, and I've seen a guy walk off stage because of a heckler. You know, really, and wow. I've also get I get the people who heckle me and they think they're helping me. I'm like, you're not helping me. What right. you're doing is I was I, I was very patient and funny enough to make this still work. 
You didn't help me. You showcased my talents. Thank God that came through that day, that night, because sometimes it doesn't always work. Right. Sometimes I just go immediately to if someone says, you know, something, you know, if they yell something out, I immediately go to, fuck you, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and that's because I'm older. Right. And I'm a dad. And now I just want order. And now right. I'm here. I got some shows coming up that is gonna, there's going to be family members in the room and I'm, I'm dreading that. Why? Because family's the worst. You know, family sometimes is the one that starts shit with you. Because you feel that they're emboldened because they, they're so close to you that they can... They know you. Right. And they can just bust your chops while they you're working. You. There's other family members in the room. They think it's cool. They think it's funny. I have friends that do that shit. My own sisters heckled me <laughs> at a show. And, you know, what do you do to that except tear them apart? Obviously. Oh, my God. Your own sister. I had a I did a show in New York City at the Village Lantern. Now, this this is before the pandemic, like 2019. Mm -hmm. This place was running shows every hour from, I'm going to say, noon to two in the morning. Wow. So one of the shows I was on was a clean show that kids were invited to go to. So I was like hesitant. I'm like, I got to do it because I, I don't have that many shows in New York City. So I got to take it. And I get in there and I get up and I'm doing a bit. And this 10-year-old kid starts heckling me. A 10-year-old? A 10-year-old. A child. And I had to say, you know, something to the effect. Yeah, because I was, I told you, it was a clean show. You could bring your children. Oh, wow. Every person in there had kids. This was the lure of coming to this show. Oh, we're to bring our kids to a stand-up comedy show. This is not Richard Pryor's audience. Right. This is not the comedy world of the 80s. This is today's idea of what stand-up should be. Children. Yeah, yeah, G-rated for kids. Some uh. little fuck eating a T-bone is heckling me. <laughs> which I pointed out. That this I got an entitled group of little bastards in the back of the room from some prep school deciding what I'm going to say in my act. Are you kidding me? Do I have to turn into the, the nasty dad? I mean, I was like this close. And a bunch of people came up to me after that show, hugging me. They're like, you are funny. You, I, we could see you're about to go off on that 10 year old. I go, yeah, I was. Yeah, uh, I, I, was. Could, I, I could imagine. I you can't. bring your kid into a stand-up show. How about bringing, it's like bringing your kid into a strip show and going, don't take those clothes off. Yeah. <laughs> and make sure the dancing is not suggestive, just fun. Just, yeah. just silly. Be silly with the kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what, Bobby? Just just keep yelling, you you suck at dancing to, this, to the girl on stage. Yeah. Yeah. Just tell her how have bad kid, she is. Have the kid actually heckle you as worse as you would get in a club from an adult, but then put the governor on the comic and make sure he doesn't go over the certain speed limit of mouthing off back to the kid. Wow. Put me in that position and tell me why I'm pissed off at the world of comedy. What were the parents doing? Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember who they were specifically. I just remember the other parents coming up to me after the show, wanting to take pictures with me and realizing 
I did a pretty good job with this. Right. Right. You know, I didn't, I didn't, sometimes that will happen where, you know, Kelly will come up to me. My wife will say, you were so good with those hecklers, which means I did not say fuck you immediately. Because after like three times of combating a heckler and winning, if they don't shut up, there is no other thing except now they got to leave. Right. right. Why run this show? Why, why are you going to ruin the show for 200 people because of three people? I just had this. I just had this discussion in Cleveland with another a bar show telling them there's so many people here enjoying the show, but you're allowing these three people to be rude. Who did you say? Who did you say that to? That's another bar show that I'm running in Cleveland right now. No, but I'm saying you said that to the to the staff or the management. Yeah, yeah the manager. And she actually listened to me. They had a separate garage door that they shut the bar down, but they could see through the windows to watch the show still. And they had speakers in the bar, so it was perfect. But they didn't want to lose the revenue. See, Anthony, the corporations want every fucking penny possible. Right. Make sure. Make sure you don't offend any of our patrons. Now, here's how what I believe, and this is what's been going on with my Facebook page and my all my video pages, my YouTube, all my platforms. If I try to cater to everybody who's watching me on those platforms so I don't lose anybody, most likely I probably won't gain anybody new. Right. Right. So a lot of people like the construction <laughs> character. They like the angry guy. They like the 80s guy. They... If I do something new, like I did something about my forehead the other day. I saw that. Yeah. And I had one guy basically tell me that he's leaving my page. He's not going to watch me no more because I'm not in my character. Are you serious? I'm not doing what he wants me to do. That's somebody who has way too much time on their hands. He said, you're not a real fan. But he had a top fan badge, by the way. He had a badge. And yeah, they he got pissed off because you were out of character. He was one of my top fans. And because I made a video that was not in line with what I have been doing on these platforms, he's going to wave goodbye to me is what he said. Wow. Uh, bye-bye. Now, for me, I'm not trying to squeeze every penny out of everyone. I'm not that right. corporation. I go, I probably need to shed some of you. If I shed... 10% of you who are not on board with Carmen Suricillo in general. general want, right. If you just want Carmen Suricillo 1980s, that's not what I do. I do everything. So I'd rather gain by taking a chance and doing something different, putting out a different video, making a different, saying something that's not what I typically say and taking a chance that I could lose you. Well, see, this is exactly what these corporations don't want. They do not want to hear that. We're not in the business of losing people. We want to gain everything. We want to gain them. Yeah. Everything. Well, you can't win them all. You just can't. And they try. And that's the thing. They they try so hard. You just can't. Well, you're, I don't know. I don't know how you do it. It is it is the right and wrong again. Everyone knows what's right and wrong about this. Can I please everyone? No. That's the answer. I, I agree. You can't. 
but they try. See, that's the thing. They'll keep Where on trying. Getting distracted, opener. No, no, no. There was pop-ups coming up. I don't, I don't know. Listen, I'm a one-man show. I, I don't have a producer. I am the producer. Over an hour, right? An hour and forty-three minutes. I think we did enough. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's, it's fine. Can we end this thing? Yeah, we could. We eventually, if you want to. Yeah. End this thing. I'm getting, it's getting dark outside. My I'm, <laughs> your lighting is not the same it's all different it's completely dark in here now. <laughs> i just noticed that your lighting is completely different i know i gotta I'm gonna I, light. I, it is a little I'm bit better for your forehead though yeah the lighting is, is doing your forehead a favor next time i'll be ready <laughs> you were ready this was great carmen this was awesome i always love talking with you are we uh, doing this on a regular basis i would love to yeah i would love to how often as often as you want uh, I, but uh, you know, it's going to have, it's not going, it can't be like a set time every day. You know, are you dad again? Are you, being, <laughs> are you dad again? Listen to me. You know, uncle, you know, what dad, Anthony just said to you, can't be <laughs> every day. don't get excited. <laughs> don't wait for it. And then if I say to you tomorrow, I thought it was two o'clock. Didn't I tell you it wasn't the same time every day? <laughs> Oh my God. I didn't say it had to be the same time every day. I just want to know. Yes. Should yeah, I prepare for this? Yeah, we should. We should prepare, both of no, us. No, not prepare, but just, yeah. I, I can't say it again. I, I'm not going <laughs> to prepare. Yes, let's do it, man. Let's do it. And I'm going to work on whatever this freaking sound is. I have to, fi I have to find out what that I is. This for the people. I hope you edit this out. Yeah. No, Take that's all right. Everybody. I'll figure it out. But this was great. Yeah, let's do it again. Let me know when it's up. All right, man. Right, you buddy. got it. Icon. Tune in next time for another episode of the Odd Fathers podcast. Stay odd, baby.